Let me let Matt drink his apple juice there. <laughs> For context purposes, this is the best apple juice in the world. I've told mm. Chad this multiple times. For it's, context uh, purposes, that's the size of my child. I haven't seen whoa. apple juice that big <laughs> as an individual yes. size ever. Well, it's more like a family size, but since the wife is not here, I can drink out the carton. <laughs> is that the same carton she's going to drink out of when she gets home? Most likely. We shared saliva before. Fair yeah. enough, fair enough. All right, so let's kick this thing off. Today, we discuss Emma Stone and the origin story no one asked for, but maybe we need it. Corella. I'm Chad. I'm Matt. And you're listening to episode eight of our podcast. We used to talk about this at work. more than just one guest here this week man and it's all your fault that is very true that is very true well since we have Corella this week I thought that it was important that we have some women on to review it you know girls get it done girls power and so forth and so forth we're outnumbered Matt <laughs> I don't like, I don't like <laughs> this. <laughs> so since we got more voices than usual why don't we have like a quick little sound off hi I'm Sarah I'm Lindsay I'm Samantha, Chad's permanent roommate, comma, <laughs> wife. Yes, yes, yes. So I like to think of this show as kind of like the Game of Thrones intro where they don't expand the map until they go to that location. From here on out, instead of me saying my wife and stories, I will now start to say Samantha. Ooh. Feel like we're playing a video game and you just unlock something. Got more of the, the map unlocked. It's not gray anymore. <laughs> We have two other guests here, uh, Lindsay and Sarah. They used to work with us. Lindsay, when I was training at that place uh, we used to work at together, she was in the first group of people that I trained. And funny enough, she actually sat across from me. So we got to know each other very well, whether we wanted to or not. Yep, that is true. (laughs) Sarah came a little bit after Lindsay. Uh, She came in at the same time as you, Matt. If you recall, same group. So that was probably maybe a year and a half later. This is my birthday, sister. We share the same birthday. That's right. You guys are Twinkies, as they say. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. December 18th, Sagittarius, baby. Just putting all y'all business out there. Can we get your social security number too? You ain't going to get much. Don't forget a list of fears. (laughs) You ain't going to get much. So do either of you guys have stories about when we all work together? Anything fun or maybe not so fun? Or maybe a story that paints me in the bad light that I deserve? You know, because this week is we're talking about Corella. So, you know, I remember first meeting you, Chad, and, you know, you were training me uh, and I just like, I feel like I didn't know how to read you at first. I thought, I, you know, you, you were like really sarcastic, but I, I, I wasn't very good at picking up on whether or not you were being serious or not. So you'd be like, do you'd be like, be better, Lindsay. That's, you know, your, your catchphrase oh, man. there. You remember I that? About, now I do. I forgot yeah, all about that. Yeah, be better, Lindsay. And I would be like, I'm really just doing my best here. And like, I would be like, I would be like, I don't know if he's lying, if he's like joking, like, I don't know, am I doing horribly? You know, like, (laughs) 
I've, I've been told I'm quite the acquired taste. So yeah, yeah. But then once I got to know you, you know, obviously you're hilarious that I was just like, man, I, why did I think that you were literally, I, I don't know. I was just like, I was like, oh God, he thinks I'm the worst employee ever. <laughs> like, <laughs> I, I don't know what to say to that, but um, look at, look at where you are now, Lindsay. You're more powerful than you ever imagined. Yes, that is true. <laughs> Sarah, do you have any musings? Oh, I, not that I can think of specifically, but I just remember we had a lot in common. Like we would just joke around about a lot of the same things. Like we had a lot of the same nerdy interests like Pokemon. I remember playing Pokemon Go with all you guys. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. The, the Summer Chad of Peace like 2016. Yeah, I yeah, disappeared. Was like, I don't like Pokemon Go anymore. Lindsay, it was 2018, and you were like, "All right, time to go for Pokemon Go break." Like, no, that's not cool anymore. What? I'm still playing. Exactly, that's not cool <laughs> what? anymore. What? You still play right now? <laughs> yes. Is that Chugi? Do you know what Chugi is? Have you guys seen this yet? What Chugi? Uh, Gen Z. First, I want to say at the outset, I reject the notion that Gen Z is fighting millennials. I think we're better together, stronger together, and we all need to take on the boomers. So that's my disclosure. But BuzzFeed and the internet like to pretend that there's some war between Gen Z and millennials. And the newest thing is the word Chugi. I mean, it's kind of like the word basic. It's something that is out of trend that used to be cool, but isn't cool. And it's really seems to be targeted at middle-class white women. So like Chevron, as an example, like if you have signs in your house that say live, laugh, love, or any variation of that, those things are now considered chuggy. You can Google it, can send you some literature on it. So I'm always interested now to see what things I do that are chuggy or not chuggy. We were watching a YouTube video about it. Anyway, I, I'm un- I hate to tell you this. Well, I don't know that Pokemon Go is chuggy because... It's not in style though. But was it ever like trendy, trendy? <laughs> it was. Like with mainstream everybody? Yes. Okay, you remember then, all yeah, those okay. news stories in 2016 where we were just at peace as, a, as the human race. As a collective, <laughs> we were at peace. I didn't play, so I don't. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. Then yes, unfortunately, I regret to inform you. If it was mainstream at one time, then it's probably chuggy now, but do live your best life. No, that's cool. I, I do. <laughs> congratulations on the whole getting engaged thing look at you oh thank you (laughs) we got a venue booked and we got a date set august 6th of 2022 Ooh, so you're telling the listeners that so we can all wait and crash (laughs) yeah well (laughs) i will not disclose i guess where it's gonna be so uh Let me ask you this, Lindsay. Mm-hmm. Are you going to be one of those brides that basically has her bridesmaids in burlap sacks while you're in like the most elegant <laughs> gal ever? I actually was thinking of just letting them pick what dresses they want, but like maybe within a certain color scheme. I mean, I've been in a couple weddings and once you get those bridesmaids dresses, you never wear them again. And they're usually pricey and I just think it's a waste. So I feel like people should just pick something that they will wear. And as long as it looks decent, you know? I tried to do too. Oh, did you? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like it's kind of just easier that way too because one dress isn't going to fit everyone all the time either or look good on everyone that's a really good way to look at it Lindsay. yeah matt what was your wedding like it was a 
cool night, May 19th of 2008. As me and the missus strolled down this Park Avenue, we pulled up to the courthouse with our papers and told. I sat down on this comfy bench, looked at this cat. She walks up to the front desk, hands him the paperwork. 20 minutes later, she came back to me as I pet this cat. And she said, hey, it's all signed and sealed and delivered. We're married now. Gleeful look in my eye, put my hand in my pocket, put out the rings and was like, I guess we married now. Let's put these on. And then that was it. <laughs> I have no idea why I talked like that the whole time. <laughs> I appreciate that presentation. Thank you. Um, Sarah, can you give us similar flair and tell us about your wedding? Oh, I don't know if I can put that much flair on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Sarah, you have the best story about your wedding. Yeah, yeah, it was it was eventful at the end of it. <laughs> uh, we had a wedding at my husband's church. It was basically a simple ceremony. Then we had the reception at a nearby Elks Lodge. (laughs) And everything was going fine, you know, the way it was supposed to. We got through everything, all the the dances, the, the flower toss, the garter toss and all that. And then we were just at the partying time of the night. And I was doing the twists and... My knee dislocated. What? <laughs> what? Why are you laughing, Matt? What the heck are you because doing, bro? Because it kind of coincides. It's not like she said she was walking. She was doing the twist, and then her knee came out. <laughs> I mean, were you okay, sir? <laughs> it hurt, but yes, I ended the night okay. <laughs> oh, okay, good. I mean, you really put your whole body into that twist, huh? Yeah, I have a picture that a friend took in the hospital. Oh, okay. I thought you was going to say while it was happening. (laughs) No, my photographer kind of disappeared after that happened. Took the the money and ran. Yeah, basically. He's like, night's over. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing interesting is going to happen. I got my check. (laughs) I guess she didn't expect me to come back. (laughs) That's unfortunate. Like, I just imagine, like, how familiar are you all with the Mortal Kombat series, like the video games? Uh, Somewhat. Not too much. So when you do like certain moves and like break your opponent's bones, like there's like an x-ray cam, like the game just slows down and it's just like, here's an x-ray of that bone breaking. And I'm just, I'm just Ooh. thinking about you, Sarah, and I'm sorry. I just remember them ripping the spinal cord out. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you were talking about Sarah for a second. I was like, wait, what? No, like, no, in the game, I don't know, just be like some dude just ripping some guy's spinal cord out in like the arcade version or something at a bowling alley. That's all I remember. (laughs) Um, Samantha, do you want to share any highlights from our wedding? The wedding planner was like, what have you been dreaming about since you were a little girl? And I was like being a CEO. Like (laughs) I'm not the one that you're going to upsell some chocolate fountain to because I, I'm not very traditional. I don't, I never had princess fantasies growing up. You know what I mean? (laughs) But at the end of the day, like, I think the things that people remember about a wedding generally are the food, the venue, like, did you generally have a good time? And we got really good feedback from everyone. Like the venue was gorgeous. The food was really good. My dress was really nice. We accomplished the goals of a wedding. I was most excited. We, um, I planned our honeymoon. So we went to London and Wales for our honeymoon. And I've been obsessed with England since I was about 10. So it was a huge deal to get to go there for the first time. 
So the only thing I was thinking of the wedding is like, when we're done with this, we are going to the UK and I'm going to abscond the United States forever. I have not yet. Matt, looking at you, need to take some notes from your playbook. But yeah, I mean, it was a really lovely event. I feel like we should get a chocolate fountain now. It's <laughs> sounding really good to me. <laughs> You're upgrading your life in more ways than just getting a husband. Huh, Lindsay? I got a new TV. <laughs> so did Was you get a new t- did you get a new tv or did your fiance get a new tv no i did because so i actually had a really good tv um it was only like i think it was like two or three years old so it wasn't like that old it was like a 48 inch uh samsung oh did you just like so it was a, ba- it was a baby it was a baby tv it's a, it was oh, a, t- it was a television what? for children hey you know what? When we worked together and I told you about this TV, you were so proud of me. I was. Well, anyways, yeah, you know, I was perfectly happy with that TV. But then my cats, I think, were trying to get revenge on uh, Broderick because. Who just uh, throwing slinging those names out. I'm not oh, cutting well, that, Oh, whatever. The they don't know. <laughs> it's like the, he's like the only person named Broderick. They'll find him. <laughs> <laughs> Well, anyways, my cats were angry because he's taken up my attention. And also, usually I'm gone like every other weekend and they're by themselves and they knock the TV over. Mm, yeah, that's not OK, Lindsay. I know. And I have been living with it still worked, by the way, after that. But like there was this huge line of dead pixels on the side oh. and it was watchable to a certain extent, but obviously not great. Um, pretty heavy duty TV compared to the TVs now. The TV that I got now fell over. It would not be watchable. Shatter into a million pieces. Yeah. It's a funny story because we were going to some yard sales just like lately. And I know this is, you're like, this isn't where you thought it was going. There was some people giving away a TV. And it was a 50-inch Sanyo, I think. And I was like, oh, well, you know, they're like, yeah, it works and everything. At first, they wanted $25 for it. And I was like, oh, I don't have any cash. So let me go get some cash. And then if it's still there, I'll get it. They're like, yeah, it works. It's fine. And then when I get there again, it's still there. And I'm like, oh, I was just, uh, can we plug your TV in just to see what it looks like before I buy it? You know what I mean? And they were like, oh, it doesn't have a cord. And I was like, oh, well, thanks for telling me that. But anyways, they're like, you can just have it for free. And I was like, oh, okay, I can just get a cord, you know? And then like, they're like, also, it doesn't have a remote. And also, it wasn't uh... a smart TV. And um, and I, I don't know why I took this TV. And then, I, and then when I got it, I got it home. I was like, you know what? I don't want this after I was like, all this stuff is really adding up, you know, that I'm going to have to buy. Oh, it also needed a, a sound bar because it didn't, the sound did not work unless it was like hooked up to a sound bar somehow. But anyway, so I, so we go to Best Buy and I'm like, oh, here's this whole list of things that I like need for this free TV. And while I was like looking at it, I was like, this is dumb. I should just buy a new TV. Mm-hmm. So I ended up buying a new TV and it's um, a 55 inch Toshiba. 
Okay, go on. Go yeah, on. Um, and it's uh, it has like Fire Stick embedded in it or whatever. Okay, okay. It's really user friendly and nice. Um, I also just bought a sound bar for it. <laughs> I mean, if you're gonna buy a new TV, you need to up that sound. So I hear you, Lindsay. Yeah, and I've never had a sound bar for a TV, and I was like, you know what? They were having a Memorial Day sale, and I was there's like a nice LG sound bar with a uh subwoofer. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to go all out. I have an LG sound woofer too. LG, send us free shit. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that support, Lindsay. So do you like it, Matt? I love it. It's weird sometimes where like during a movie is great, but it's weird when you're watching like regular TV and like the couch is by the subwoofer. I'll start hearing like the background noises of the TV show that normally I wouldn't hear. And as I'm sitting up there, I'm like, what is Am that Am I noise? going crazy? And I go like oh. this, and I'm like, oh, that's a sound woofer bringing in that extra sound. And I'm like, oh, okay. But no, it's like TVs is cool. Movies is, is great. Oh, great. I'm excited. I haven't set it up yet. So well, when, did you, when did you get the TV? That was last weekend, and I just got the sound bar this weekend, but I'm, gotcha. um, I'm at his place, so I obviously haven't set it up yet. But good news is this TV has a sturdier stand, so I don't think my cats <laughs> will knock it over. <laughs> you consider all mounting it uh maybe eventually um but just because since, of the issue with the cats yeah i i would okay if i wasn't thinking about maybe like we're we're kind of looking at places i don't want to make a hole in the you know holes in the wall for if we're possibly oh. gonna move so i got you we've been slowly renovating the house basically since covid started <laughs> we've done different things but our latest project was the fireplace in the living room. We converted it from gas burning to wood burning because my husband likes wood burning for some reason. <laughs> <laughs> he likes it better. Uh, we also, there was brick all over the wall. And so we took that all off. It was a fake brick veneer. So we took that off and painted the wall and we put a marble, what do you call it, um, frame basically around the fireplace. And I think it looks a lot better. It looks less 60s, 70s, <laughs> looks more modern, but yeah. That I wish I had a fireplace. During those cold winter months, this fireplace and everything, marshmallows. You also kind of want a fire pit, too, outside. You live in an apartment. Where would that go? <laughs> That's why I say I want that. I want to dream. I can dream, can I? I thought that you were saying this, like, in a tangible place. Like, I want that so I could put that here or there. No, I want that, like, whenever I get a house, I want to, because my house back in St. Louis didn't have a fireplace. And when, you know, there, you know, like, Halloween or you always see people with the fire pit on their driveway just chilling out and stuff mm -hmm. I was like oh that's dope I want to do something like that where people have a fireplace and like built-in fireplace in their right. backyard I always thought that'd be cool to have yeah I need to get off my bottom we have a fireplace but it's like rusted and broken and I need to call somebody to look at it because it gets pretty cold in our basement in the winter this is our place this is where we are this is where we watch tv this is you know this is where the uh, world famous we used to talk about this at work podcast studio is you know it's just like we need it to be warm down here during the winter you ain't got youtube to do it no i'm not i am definitely not doing that i genuinely think that they're gonna have to take some stuff out and like put some new things in there and i'm not that's not me this is i don't believe this will be a simple fix 
I fixed my garbage disposal off YouTube. I even made an outlet in a wall off YouTube. I had to cut the power in the house and everything. Oh, yeah. We wow. that around the house, too, where we replaced um, old outlets that just had the two prongs, and that was it. So, yeah. YouTube could be your friend. It could be an easy fix. Yeah. Hey, let me know what's the problem after the show, and I'll look it up on YouTube for you. Okay. <laughs> These are times that I wish you still lived in America, man. <laughs> I wish I was in there in America right now. My brother flew in and they're sending me videos of him drinking, playing cards and stuff. And, you know, nighttime for you guys is morning. So it was like early morning. I'm still wiping the crust out of my eyes. My brother's FaceTime me drunk and stuff. Talking about, ah, oh, we wish you was here, spilling drinks, falling off the couch. And I was like, I wish I was home. <laughs> But um, let, let, I guess we're going to sidestep a little bit. What's going on with your dog, Sarah? <laughs> no, we got a new kitten. Kitten. Wait, yeah. cat, cats, <laughs> wait cats are neutered? Can dogs be neutered? Yeah. Okay. yeah. Anybody humans, can be neutered. Humans can be neutered. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's just a term for males get neutered, females get spayed, whether okay. it's a cat or a dog. Okay. Yeah. Also, this does say Mauser, so meow. So that's my bad. That that's on me. I'm gonna I'm gonna eat that. <laughs> yes, his name is Mauser, and he just got neutered yesterday. He was kind of loopy when he got home off the uh, anesthesia. <laughs> I felt bad for him. His depth perception was just not there. When he was trying to eat and drink, he was spilling water everywhere. And... I feel like that would be Matt and me too. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> so how old is your cat? He is 16 weeks old now. Okay. I thought you just thought to say years. I was like, Sarah, let no. that man live. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. No, we only got him, what, three weeks ago now? Something. Okay. Does he have like a cone around his head so he don't lick his? No. Uh. No, they said only the females have to wear the cone because I didn't ask about that. Oh, interesting. <laughs> no. Why Why wouldn't they give the, the boys? A it's okay. less invasive or something. <laughs> They're still like, they were still an incision, I would think. And like stitches, right? yeah yeah i don't know i only have two girl cats so okay so how did that go when you spayed your cats Lindsay? well the my first one um it wasn't great because she got spayed and had the cone but or no at first they didn't give me the cone yeah they just said like just it's fine it was very expensive as well so she did lick her incision and then I had to take her back and they gave me a cone, which she had to wear that cone for, I mean, quite a long time for that incision to heal again. It was pretty funny watching her wear the cone, but she didn't like it. <laughs> I have a question about cats, not about any of this stuff, but two things, the cucumber thing and also cats with catnip. So do you guys ever scare your cats with cucumbers? and or give it catnip no no oh. <laughs> give our older cat vader catnip once and he actually peed on his own cat bed and <laughs> um i gave mine catnip and they like to roll in it they just get really lazy uh well, that's like drugs for cats right yeah, and I think I might have tried the cucumber one time, but mine did not really do anything. I think it's supposed to be like a snake kind of thing. Yeah, like, yeah, they, they yeah. perceive it as snakes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if maybe I didn't do it sneakily enough, though. You know how I learned that? How, why cats think their cucumbers are snakes? 
Oh. Is Rick and Morty the episode when he turned himself into a pickle? Yeah. He was like, yeah. I see the videos, I know that you think that it's a, a mistake, <laughs> and I was like, Oh, so that's why they're scared of it. <laughs> I never tried the cucumber thing, you should and video it. <laughs> okay. Do it with Mew, do it with Mew. Go viral, Sarah. <laughs> Actually, Sarah, the way that your um, computer chair is, it looks like you have cat ears. <laughs> is that your chair sarah yes just that's your gaming chair pretty much yeah it's my work from home chair i bought myself during christmas <laughs> okay so you're not really gaming you're just mostly just slaving away for the man if you will yeah basically i mean i have done some gaming on my switch in it yes <laughs> okay i got my chair for 10 bucks from uh from a yard sale they, they were trying yeah, to like charge you 25 dollars uh i don't it didn't have any it cushions was. in it Lindsay. no it has cushions super comfy and it like leans back yeah this one's got a uh thing on the bottom of it so i can put my feet up too so samantha you are doing a new routine just trying to do more cardio by more i mean any <laughs> i mean i'm going from zero to one so i've been lifting weights for a long time off and on really for like 10 years but consistently the last like four years i go i lift like four days a week really early in the morning and i enjoy that and it doesn't feel like exercising to me but i recently had my biometrics taken for work for this like health incentive that chad was promoting that he He's going to totally do all of and definitely get the money for because I absolutely believe he'll do everything for that. What's the update on that? Well, first of all, I want to say, you know, thank you, Samantha. That's what marriage is. You're supporting me and you're not being sarcastic at all with anything <laughs> you just said. But no, I need to log back in and update some stuff. Okay. The biggest bulk of points, you can get a hundred points just doing a fasting metrics, you know, like they'll take your blood glucose levels and all that stuff. And everything looked great. I hit four out of the five gold stars, but my good cholesterol was low and has been low since the last time I did this, which was like four years ago. And the woman said to me, very lovely lady, she was like, you know, good cholesterol comes from exercise. Do you exercise? And I was like... Five or six days a week, ma'am. Like literally half of my personality is exercise. Yes. And she was like, mm, what kind of exercise? And I was like, well, I lift weights mostly. And she was like, what about cardio? And I was like, excuse you. You know, it's like a swear <laughs> word to me. No, thank you. And so apparently good cholesterol like only comes from cardiovascular activity. So anyway, because of that, I've been trying. I started running again a little bit. Outside or on a treadmill? Both. I'm actually having an easier time on the treadmill because I can keep a consistent pace and I can see a countdown <laughs> of the minutes I have left to the goal, but I have run outside a couple times and I'm doing a lot better at it than I thought I would having not run in almost 10 years. I just don't want to do it unless someone's chasing me. Like mentally, you have to really be in it. Running is a very mental activity. I'm working on it, but I also found these fun kickboxing workouts that I've been doing. So the problem is I found <laughs> the problem and the solution is I found these fun kickboxing little like 20 minute workouts. And so every day I'm like, do I want to run and feel like I'm dying or do I want a kickboxing instructor that says one, two? Yeah. You know, he's got so much like <laughs> good energy. I'm like, I'm definitely going to go do a kickboxing video. So this next week I'm going to try and run more um, because that she, I mean, she said like, that's it. That's the really takes three to six months to turn it around. Um, 
And so, yeah, that's my big health update is I'm trying to do cardio willingly, like on my own volition. It sounds like you're doing a lot better than me, Samantha. So do you guys believe in aliens slash UFOs or anything like that? We'll start with that. I'm going to say yeah. Personally, I'm kind of half and half. I could go either way. I made a no, but do I think the universe is bigger than the Milky Way? Yes, I do. So maybe. Do I think like other life exists? Yes. Do I think it's visiting us? Probably not. That's maybe a half and half. I think I'm with Sarah. All right, Chad, what you think? I am also on the most likely train. Like this is a very vast universe, galaxy, what have you, for there not to be anything else. I mean, technically they have already established the existence of other life. Why are you shaking your head, Matt? Because I didn't want you to say that. That's what I was going to lead into. You don't, know, you don't know what I'm about to say? Now I know exactly what you want to say. I'm not about go to ahead, talk about Go ahead. Go ahead. Speak your truth. Like they have found like bacteria on in on other planets like Mars and stuff. So like yes, technically there there is other life out there. The government has announced that UFOs exist, and my whole thing was. Why is this a big deal? Why are more people talking about this? Is it because we have, like, if this was 20 years ago, maybe more people would care? Maybe it's because we got our own things going on in our lives, more stuff going on. But why is the government confirming that UFOs are real, not a bigger thing? To what end? Okay, cool. They have confirmed aliens exist. It's not like they're going to come through and pick us up. We got other (laughs) stuff to worry about right now, man. You say that, but then what I'm trying to say is if Celebrity X dump celebrity b that shit is on front page news and all over stuff like that but that's what i'm saying like why are more people why is this like a bigger deal what is the story that they've covered it up we've known that do we know if they're gonna come back like what is the story man you are the problem right there you you just you're, you're downplaying it so if something that we didn't know existed we found out one of present is exists and you're like okay yeah but wait are they actually saying aliens or are they just saying unidentified flying objects? We don't know if that's aliens, right? UFO slash aliens do <laughs> exist. Okay. They didn't go into detail to see if like the type or the ship or, or anything else like that, but they did say that the UFO slash aliens do exist. Right. And my question is, I hear you when you say you want this to be a bigger story. What? No, no, do- I don't want to. I'm just scared. Why, why isn't it a bigger story? I think from an evolutionary perspective our brains have evolved to only store so much information like literally we can only store so much memory like we can only store like a computer we can only store so much and we prioritize things that directly impact our chances of survival like things that are relevant to us I think that it's human nature to prioritize stories that directly impact us and I don't know that a lot of people feel a direct impact by knowing that there are extraterrestrial beings if that makes sense it's not like when you see uh stuff going on in different countries you'd be like oh that's sad but as far as it goes i mean the other thing i was thinking too is that we live in a post-truth society people don't even believe facts are real anymore so even when you say something that sounds irrefutable like oh yeah the government has confirmed this exists lots of people in this country will be like who's the government and why do you think anything they say is correct what news source did you get that from right 
Like we literally have videos of politicians saying something, video, video, audio of them saying something. And all they have to do is say like, I didn't say that. It's like a little bit like 1984, you know, like it truth isn't the truth anymore. So I think it's one immediacy, like people prioritize things that are immediately affecting them and two science and facts and evidence just don't matter to people in a way that they used to perhaps yeah i got out the house today i had korean barbecues me and the boys mm. me and the moderna boys as i like to say <laughs> so have any of you all had korean barbecue before i don't think yes. so you say yes matt yes it's been a long time but yeah <laughs> no and i'm not one of the moderna boys so no, I say, did you go with me? No, I, I know, but I would have had it because like today you have it. Oh, you want to come out? No, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. But no, we're the Moderna boys plus Samantha. <laughs> I'm a Pfizer girl. <laughs> same, Samantha, same. What are you, Matt? I, you know what? I just got what you were talking about. I thought that was some game that you was having with your friends. <laughs> and then what she said, <laughs> Pfizer, I was like, oh, okay, Moderna. That's right. That's right. So boys rule, girls drool, huh? Wow. You you got your stereotypes from the 1960s. I'm letting you know, Matt does not condone that kind of attitude on this podcast, all right? <laughs> I also definitely have seen articles that talk about how Pfizer's like the sexy one. Just gonna put this oh, out there. Definitely super sexy. Yeah. Everybody knows Pfizer's the one. So everybody wants Pfizer, but they have to settle for Moderna sometime. Hey, look, Moderna may not be the sexiest out there, but he'll get you where you need to go. Don't if look me in the eye. If you want to be that. an all-inclusive podcast, why are we not talk about Johnson and Johnson? Why would we? <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we went to Korean barbecue today, and it was my first time going, and I did not know what to expect. For people that aren't aware, it is basically self hibachi. They're gonna give you uh, raw meat seasoned. And there's like a little griddle thing at your table. We call that yakuniku. Yakuniku is the term that you cook your own meat, basically. Yakuniku. Okay. The Korean part is usually about the meat, the flavors, and stuff like that. Gotcha. Yeah. Thank you, Matt. It was good. I really enjoyed it. I am a guy that really likes protein. So I have a question about that. Mm -hmm. Like, was the meat pre-seasoned or was there some yeah. kind of sauce that you dipped it in? Or Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's seasoned, but they also give you like different sauces that oh, uh, okay. if you want to add something like that on, on it. I can't tell you what anything was, <laughs> Yeah, but they're, they're, they did give us sauces. Hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah uh, so it was um, buffet style. So we got chicken. Uh, pork belly, brisket, short ribs, and like a spicy chicken and something else that I'm forgetting. Are you a, an adventurous eater? Or you like the type where you go to London and you trying to find your McDonald's? Or are you, you like to eat what the locals eat? Well, I feel like that's a very bad example because a fast food restaurant in America and a fast food restaurant in Europe would serve two different things. Yes and no. Yes, well, they yet, would serve you know different I mean, things, but no, but no, it still serves my purpose of you going with the stuff you know versus stuff you don't know. So, so even though London won't have the Big Mac, but it's going to have some stuff that you would recognize and everything else like that. That's what I'm trying to say. Yes and no. So I have gone to 
I don't know if I'm going to. We have we ever have we ever gone to McDonald's or anything like that? And we have. I remember in Paris, but not. Yeah, in London we had McDonald's. We went to the British Museum. Okay. Wait, so, did you have a a Royale with cheese? Wasn't that Burger King? You're right. Damn it. You're right. But did you have a Royale with cheese while you was over there? No, nah, we didn't go to Burger King. I haven't had Burger King in probably like 12 years. The only reason we went to McDonald's is because we'd been like walking all day and it was a nice two-story, very, very nice McDonald's, but it was just like a decision fatigue thing. Like we were just like, ugh, we just need a place to be. Because last time I had Yakiniku, we had different meats and everything. And then um, I tried cow tongue. So would you try some cow tongue? I would. That's an incredibly common Mexican food. Just so yes. we're all on the same page. Yeah. Yes. So you when can have lengua. You can have that easily in the United States. Yeah. When I went to Texas, I got it on a taco. What about horse? That feels wrong. What? Have you ever seen a horse before? I have. Yes, I've seen a horse before. I've seen. And, and, uh, you, and you think about, damn, like they got some good meat on them. No, that's not, a thought, that's not a thought that comes to mind. Like if, <laughs> if the situation occurred where I needed to eat a horse to survive, I would, but that's not really a meat that I think, oh man, I want to try that. You know, have you had a horse? Yeah, it's pretty good. D- when did you have horse? Last year. So they have horse in Japan. What do you, <laughs> what do you mean do they have horses in Japan? No, horse to eat. That's what I'm saying. Why wouldn't they have horses to eat? You, you've had horse to eat in America, Matt. You've gone to a restaurant, you're like, hmm, hamburger, pork chop. You know what? Give me a, give me a horse. <laughs> if they had horse, I would, I would try it. That's not, that wasn't the question that I asked. It's like, you, you're making it sound like. But that because our, our, not our, excuse me, your <laughs> customs, people in the U.S. customs is not to eat horse. Matt, act like you know where you come, come from. Dametemo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So Lindsay or Sarah, I'm curious. I'm not a super adventurous meat eater. Like I, I don't think I would eat very many types of meat. And I'm wondering what you guys think about it. Um, about any like crazy animal food. I mean, the craziest thing I think I ate was Rocky Mountain oysters, which is, you know, the balls <laughs> with ranch. <laughs> Fresh off the cow or pig or whatever it was. It was in Montana. I've never Lindsay, you nasty. I know it was actually really good. I mean, I would eat it again. (laughs) The craziest thing I've ever eaten, I would say, is shark. My dad actually grilled it. I remember it being really good. It wasn't fishy tasting at all. It tasted like chicken, didn't it? Kind of, yeah. <laughs> I've had Shark too at that one restaurant. What's the one up the street where they have live music? Cybers. Cybers, yeah. Yeah, the place. Oh, yeah, Shark Bites. Mall. Yeah, I've had those. Yeah, I've had that too, yeah. Those were good. We had haggis in Scotland. Mm. What's haggis? I don't even know. It's like all the parts of a sheep and they boil it in the stomach of a sheep. Yeah. It's illegal in the United States. Oh. It was so good. I really liked it. We had it deep fried and uh, it was very savory, kind of spicy. Mm. And then I got haggis flavored chips because I was like, now I'm vibing with this. So let me get some more because we, we didn't, we weren't going to try it. We weren't going to try it. I was like, you can't go to Scotland, and not have whiskey and not try haggis. But I am not a super adventurous eater. I've been a picky eater most of my life. We got it deep fried because I was worried about the texture of it, but it was actually really good. Would definitely eat it again. Yeah, Sounds like, delicious. I, I would share some with you. I wouldn't want my own plate, but yeah, I didn't hate it. Um, so I was watching some Twitch earlier with Samantha, and so that just got us to talking, and we were wondering what everybody's Mario Kart player is. Right now, 
I play as myself because you can make your me. Before that became a thing, it all depends who I'm going with. If I'm playing the computer, I'm rocking Luigi. If I'm playing against people, I rock with Yoshi. I haven't played any of the newer Mario Karts, but in the original Mario Kart, I want to say Toad was my guy. So that's funny because Toad is my guy. I always was Mario. Un, Lindsay, I know, right? I know. Uh, the last version that I played for the GameCube where you can have two players, on, I, I always said Baby Bowser with Mario. <laughs> I don't know why. That is like a personality quiz. That's really yeah. interesting. I've never asked people what their Mario Kart character is because you always like ask people what their Harry Potter house is or who their favorite character is. But Mario Kart character, I think, is actually really interesting. Like, it's Yoshi or it's nobody like if there's someone else that wants to be yoshi we have to arm wrestle so it's interesting to hear like i don't know why anyone would consider other characters i certainly no offense would never play as mario we all hate you now Lindsay. oh man um all right so i guess that all takes us to this week's movie cruella from the very beginning, I realized I saw the world differently than everyone else. That didn't sit well with some people. But I wasn't for everyone. I guess they were always scared that I'd be a psycho. <laughs> a young grifter named Estella is determined to make a name for herself with her designs. One day, Estella's flair for fashion catches the eye of fashion legend, the Baroness, Von Hellman. But their relationship sets in motion a course of events and revelations that will cause Estella to embrace her wicked side and become the fashionable and revenge-bent Corella DeVille we all know and love to hate. So, everybody, my first question, would you have gone to the theater to see this? And is it worth the $30 that Disney is charging for this movie? And also, as Matt will tell you all, you saw the title of this episode. We're about to hit you with the spoilers, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> is, that, is that what I sound like? <laughs> also, somebody told me that I didn't say it on the last episode and they missed that about me how I didn't say it. We have our small little You case. saw them what movie we talking about in the description, all right? We gonna spoil everything. You should have been prepared before you downloaded this. And you should have gave Disney $30 if you want to yes, keep up. Yes, they, They're a struggling company. They're struggling to acquire other companies <laughs> like Sony and Universal, and they need that $30, all right? Disney, send us free stuff. <laughs> um, Sarah, why don't we start with you? What were your thoughts on this movie? Okay, so first of all, yes, I would have gone to see this in theater. I probably would have had to drag like Lindsay with me or somebody to go see it with me. But um, I did like it. Do I think it was worth $30? That seems a little pricey to me. Um, but I, I did enjoy the movie. Yeah, sorry, Sarah. I don't know if I would have seen this in theaters. <laughs> I don't know like even before watching it I just I could kind of just tell from the trailer I was like mm, I don't know this just doesn't seem like a theater kind of movie for me I definitely would not have paid $30 to watch it I thought it was okay 
I mean, I just don't really feel like the movie was that necessary, in my opinion. <laughs> okay, so if we're going back to the original 101 Dalmatians, Cruella and Horace and Jasper were just pieces of shit people and i don't really like having this weird backstory of these people and then like oh it's like they're kind of like heroes at the end but then they're just the new villains you know what i mean they like they uh, take care of the building up bad people yeah it's like they take care of the baroness and then it's like all right so now we have her mansion and then we all know what happens next so wow you know what i mean kind of like that I thought I was not going to like the movie. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't watch trailers. I didn't know anything about it going in. I like to come in blind, like completely. There's zero expectation. I also didn't grow up a huge Disney fan. I maybe have seen 101 Dalmatians, maybe, but I actually don't think I have because I haven't seen most Disney movies. That might've been in my favor also, but I really, really enjoyed the movie. When it first started, I was like, no, uh, -uh, nope. Those dogs just, nope, nope. That's not for me. (laughs) And then I just got into it. Like I did really like it. I liked the soundtrack. Like I thought the music was really good. And I actually, you know, I hadn't thought about this until you said it, Lindsay, but like we're all a collection of stories, right? Good people, bad people. And knowing a villain's origin story, I think is actually really important because because nobody is just bad or nobody is just good people who are the heroes of stories are also probably garbage bags sometimes but we don't get to see their bad parts we only see their good parts and so i've actually always really enjoyed movies like um like in black panther with killmonger i've always enjoyed when we get more of a background for the villain and because i i do think like we're all really complex like we're all just complex humans so i hadn't thought about that angle maybe that's what i like so much about it until you said that. I was like, oh, actually, no, I do think they need a background story. I do think that makes them more like dimensional characters. It makes them deeper um, and more relatable because we all, none of us are the worst thing we've ever done, right? We're all a collection of good and bad. So would you have gone to the theater to see this and <laughs> is this worth $30? Didn't answer any of the questions. Um, <laughs> I would have gone to the theater because you would have made me go to the theater to see it. Chad's a huge Disney, very chuggy. It's very chuggy to be a Disney adult, but Chad's a huge Disney adult. Yeah. Full circle (laughs) for those of you keeping along at home. Yeah. I would have gone because Chad would have been following it and been like, oh, this one came out. We need to go on my own volition. No, because like I said, I don't even think I've seen 101 Dalmatians. Truthfully, I know you don't have to have seen it, but there would have been no incentive for me to see this in theaters. I think companies were put in a really tough spot with COVID. Disney's one of the biggest companies in the world. So we could argue the ethics of that. For you and I to go see it, it would have been like $28, 26 to $28. So for two adults to watch it at home for $30 is pretty comparable. So I don't know, rocking a hard place on that one. Hell no, I wouldn't have paid $30 to see this shit. And hell no, I wouldn't have saw this movie. <laughs> like, Samantha, I don't even think I've seen 101 Dalmatians before. Once I got done watching this movie, I looked it up and I was reading the story of the, not the cartoon, the one with Glenn Close. And I'm like, I don't remember none of this, like the plot. I don't remember none of this. I was like, all I remember was like, she wanted the dogs to like make a jacket or something. Like all the details. <laughs> like, I didn't remember none of that. So I don't think I've ever seen the movie. So now with all that being said, I enjoyed it. First off, the one thing that was kicking every time, that soundtrack is hard as shit, though. That soundtrack was popping the whole time. Second thing, oh, I had a, <laughs> let me pull out my notes. 
right. So this is what I was thinking about. The Baroness, she reminds me of Miranda from Devil's Wears Prada. I thought the same thing. <laughs> I also thought that. But I enjoyed the movie because also once the end credit scene about the guy gets the puppy and everything, and I'm like, I don't know what this means. Let me go look this up. So then I looked it up. I was like, oh, so that's how the cup, the puppy Dalmatian thing started and everything with Pogo and the other one. I was like, oh, okay. Pongo and Purdy. What did I, I say? had issues Pogo. with that. Why, why did she give Roger a puppy? Because she didn't even like know him. She had like one scene with him, Lindsay. Yeah, and then also those puppies were probably from the same litter and then they had puppies. So I'm going to go ahead and treat the mid credit scene like the epilogue in The Last Harry Potter and that it doesn't exist. <laughs> okay, because that As really far as I'm concerned, me. it doesn't exist and we're deleting it. Oh, one more thing. My first thing when I thought about it is why did we need to know her backstory? Then once I got into it, I'm like, okay. So then I went down this rabbit hole of, I typed it, the top 20 Disney villains. And I listed, who would I want to know a backstory about? Ursula from Little Little Mermaid, Scar, Lion King, and then Jafar from Aladdin. They, they had other people on there, like uh, Captain Hug, but I'm like, I don't really care about his backstory and like other characters. But I'm like, really going off the Cruella thing? Ursula is somebody who, who have a fire background. Are you at all familiar? Well, no, you're, I'm, I'm about to ask you a question. I know the answer to. So they kind of, plussed up her background in the musical version of Little Mermaid. When I say musical, I mean like the, the stage version. Uh, and this is- you know, cut... Yeah, you're right. You know damn well I don't watch that. <laughs> so this is cut from the animated movie, but Ursula and Triton are siblings. And she went a little too power hungry when they were dividing up the kingdom. He ended up taking her kingdom and banishing her. If I had a joke now, can you edit it backwards? <laughs> <laughs> when you were listing Disney villains, I was waiting for you to say John Smith from Pocahontas. I mean, he is a true life villain. Right. But then I, I know was, that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, we need to know his white backstory. <laughs> Why did you decide to colonize? Why? What put you on that boat other than right. gold and plunder? I'm just saying, where's Disney at with telling that story? Like, I'm, I'm here to ask the real questions. So um, I would not pay $30 for this movie, even though the two of us watched it together. And I agree, it would have been about 30 bucks if we'd gone to the theater. I would have rather had that experience of seeing it at the theater. I love this movie. It did open with a mandated checklist of things that prequels feel like they have to do. Like, oh yeah, uh, Cruella was born pretty much looking exactly like how we know her to look you know Ugh, i hate that um she was always you know different and kind of like low-key evil um <laughs> you, you know that uh she wants to uh, make uh, dalmatians um into a coat when she when she's an adult well as a kid she had a traumatic experience with dalmatians the two random thugs that you know she just hires to steal some puppies and had no other relationship with she grew up with them they're like her brothers and maybe low-key I felt some sexual tension between her and Horace, but I get Horace, but we can get, we can go. Not, we can, no, wait, it Horace. was Jasper. 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 My Jasper. God, it was Jasper. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Jasper then. Sorry. Big difference. <laughs> but uh, once the movie turned into like twisted Devil Wears Prada, I was all in. I didn't really like how she was slipping into treating Horace and Jasper like really mean 
like she would later on in the in like the main story because it wasn't consistent with what they set up so far but yeah and i also didn't like how they shoehorned roger in the movie because he was the lawyer and i'm like this character doesn't need to be here at all anita makes that character in the cartoon so he's the dog father so he's the so in 101 dalmatians you have anita and roger and they both have dalmatian dogs and they meet each other and they get married Mm-hmm. Anita knows Cruella because they went to school together. So she, Cruella visits her and she sees the puppies and she's like, oh man, that'd be an awesome coat. Look at these spots, you know? Okay. So, and that was a the, lawyer in the movie. Right. But the whole dynamic with Roger and Cruella is that she refuses to actually say his name correctly. And I feel like that means a little bit more if you didn't have a relationship with this man and you didn't give him his dog because you gave him a yeah. gift. So now you want to continuously disrespect him by not saying his name. What did she call him? Roger. Like anything that started with an R, like Rutherford, uh, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Rufus. I do right. that. I do that to my brother. <laughs> his brother's name is Michael. I call him Mitchell. Anything else but his name. <laughs> but no, like that mid credit scene annoyed me. And also what annoyed me was have any of you guys seen Solo or Star Wars story? Yes. Yeah. So at the very <laughs> it's trash. So at the very beginning of that movie, Han Solo is signing up to join the Empire. Oh, God, no. And um, (laughs) they already know where I'm going with this. And so he's like, the man's like, what's your name? And he's like, Han, what's your last name? I don't have a last name. And the the guy that's checking him in, he's like, you know what? Your your last name is Solo. (laughs) (laughs) Really? That's that's how he got his name? Yes, yes. And it's like, Okay, same thing with like how they're like, you know what, Cruella, this car is a devil car. (laughs) Why don't we call you Cruella DeVille? And I'm like, girls, don't do that. Yeah. (laughs) There were a couple of those moments and we just aren't going to talk about them after this. (laughs) Like there was a couple moments that were cringy, but overall my bar for this movie has set was set at zero. My expectation was nothing. When they were like, Emma Stone is going to be Cruella DeVille, I was like, that doesn't seem necessary to me. <laughs> like, why are we doing this? Did anybody have any other things that they want to throw out? Yes, uh, I'd like to give a shout out to the unsung hero of that movie. And if you don't know, it's Wink. He was an unsung hero <laughs> of that movie. Uh, he needed to get his flowers right now. Yeah, Wink was awesome. Can't argue with that. I kind of had a complaint with the CGI with the dogs in the movie. I don't yes. know why, but I felt like they didn't do a great job. Like the dogs seemed to be going into the uncanny valley a lot. <laughs> like I don't know why and normally I don't feel like I noticed this I mean even my fiance said that as well yeah yeah I noticed it on um Cruella's dog yeah dog's name oh uh buddy was it I think that's right yeah. Uh, yeah, but like I noticed it a lot more on buddy scenes. Yeah, and some of the Dalmatian scenes when they're like chasing, I think. Yeah, like that at the beginning of the movie when they're chasing her through the party. I'm like, those aren't real dogs. I just feel like they could have done better. I mean, this is Disney. This movie costs so many hundreds of millions of dollars. And, <laughs> <laughs> and this sat on the shelf for two years. So yes, I agree. What do you guys think about the length? Did the length affect you guys at all? When the first trailers of this movie came out, people were comparing it to Joker. And this movie is 20 minutes longer than Joker. Yeah, there was a part towards the end. I was like, this movie feels like it's been going on for a while. 
Joker was like the most depressing, hard to watch shit I've ever seen in my adult life. And I wouldn't watch it again if you paid me to watch it again. I'm glad I saw it and I wouldn't watch it again ever. I would watch Cruella again if someone else wanted to watch it. I'd be bopping along, you know. Um, I also think that it should be nominated for the costume. I second that, Samantha. I thought the fashion was top notch. And I really liked her bold Dalmatian dress that she had on during that pop-up fashion show that they had, which it looked amazing, but it also just raises questions because it's like, you've worn Dalmatian before, and now in this sequel that you guys want to make, you're going to throw it all away for another Dalmatian fit? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, that is weird. One other cringy thing about that scene, though. Love the punk concert, into the energy. And very much for that time period in England, like, it makes sense. But Jasper knowing how to, like, play sweet guitar riffs, I'm like, what can't he do, <laughs> right? He's a master uh, thief and kind, overall kind human and is shredding a guitar right now. Cool. All right. That's not super likely to me. What is you all's guess on what the Rotten Tomato score is? Oh. Every time we do this, I'm always wrong. Okay, how's about 60%? Okay. I'm going to say 77. I'll go with 80. 70. 74. Wow. Ah, just like Will of Fortune, the closest without going over. Price is right. Price is right. <laughs> uh, you right. <laughs> so the 74% for the tomato meter, the audience score is 97%. So the people are liking this movie. The people that are spending $30 on Disney Plus are liking this movie. Got our trivia question, trivia dump, and then we're out of here. So Emma Thompson was the Baroness. This is Emma Thompson's fifth Disney Corporation film of the following, which was she not in a treasure planet b brave c saving mr banks d finding dory or e beauty and the beast the 2017 live action remake which movie of those was emma thompson not in the first one was that treasure planet yeah i'm also picking that one yeah me too i'll go with the group it's more fun when you guys spread it out but all right Okay, so when you all pick the same thing, you're all wrong at the same time. We live together, we die together. (laughs) (laughs) Bad boys for life. Okay, so her Disney roles include Captain Amelia in the 2002 Disney animated feature Treasure Planet, Queen Eleanor in the 2012 Disney Pixar film Brave. She was P.L. Travers, the woman that wrote uh, Mary Poppins in the 2013 biopic Saving Mr. Banks. And she was Mrs. Potts in the 2017 live action remake of Beauty and the Beast. So she was not in Finding Dory. All right, so we're going to knock this trivia out and then we're out of here. A popular myth is that filming was delayed due to Emma Stone dislocating her shoulder at a Spice Girls concert in London, where she fell off her friend's shoulders in June 2019. Stone later explained that the night before the Spice Girls concert, she was running in boots on a wood floor, slipped and broke her shoulder in two places. She went to the concert with her arm in a sling and didn't go in for an x-ray until the next day. Feminine was delayed while Stone went to physical therapy. So I looked it up and Emma Stone was at the Thursday show and Samantha and I were actually at the Friday show. So we miss Emma Stone by one day, Samantha. And also several thousand dollars on how much those tickets cost. Yeah, we did see the Spice Girls. That's a fun us trivia. Uh, Wembley Stadium with 90,000 people in London in 2019. 
All right. Um, Nicole Kitman, Shirley Theron, Emma Thompson, Julianne Moore, and Demi Moore were all in the running to play the role of the Baroness. Mm, I like the two in the middle. Shirley Theron and Julianne Moore? Yeah, I think they could do it. Like, I know that Shirley Theron is, is a lot older than she looks, but it just feels like she's too young to play the Baroness because she has to be like a 20-something-year-old's um, mother. Mm-hmm. I don't like Nicole Kidman that much. And I would be down with Demi Moore if she could pull off the British accent. You don't see much of her these days, you know? I can too. All right. Uh, ladies, do any of you have anything you want to plug before we get out of here? No, not really. No Instagrams, no Facebook, no business on the side, no side hustle or anything else like that? I mean, I'm on Instagram. I just am super vain and post a lot of pictures of myself. So if you're into that content, you can find me on Instagram. There's no creative content. It's just me in gym clothes and thrift outfits that I find. Uh, give, give out your handle. So I speak Spanish as a fun fact. Uh, so it's Stangalita, S-T-A-N-G-L-I-T-A. I don't post anything special on Instagram or Facebook, so. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I just want to say thank you so much to the three of you for coming on. It was a lot of fun this evening. Appreciate everybody's perspective. Um, Samantha, I appreciate your support. Um, Samantha listens to the show um, every week. I doubt that she'll listen to this week since she's on it, but I genuinely appreciate you listening to the show. I appreciate um, Lindsay and Sarah subscribing and, you know, um, maybe we'll have you back. Maybe not. We got to see what your ratings look like. (laughs) Well, thank you, Matt and Chad for having us. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Matt, you want to take us, take us out of here, man? Like always, please rate, review, subscribe. We appreciate all the feedback. Send us, email at we used to talk pod at gmail.com and as always if you listen to this podcast and you learn something good job but if you listen to this podcast and you like this is total garbage good job <laughs> and we out also we are on instagram and twitter at we used to talk pod. told you that your opening song kind of sounds like the stranger things theme told you (laughs) i picked it because of that (laughs) at first i was like is this the stranger things theme no but then i trying to get sued i figured it was not what (laughs) we're not trying to get sued that is public domain that song that we have (laughs) it's different just enough to not get flagged it's i mean i like it i just i was just like it threw me off the first time i heard it Yeah, we're going to have to do Stranger Things season four when it comes out, Matt. Yeah.